from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the door, uh. First one comes from Daniel. Hey Joe, how much would it cost to keep baby T for next year? Over, under $500,000. Something would have to go uh, horribly wrong for Tequivion Smith to play college basketball next year. <laughs> So over <laughs> something. Well, hold up, hold up. Has to go horribly wrong for that to what, happen. What What were you telling me about the dude from Miami? Because remember, there was the Nigel Pack. Yeah, entered the portal at such a time that his services were worth eight hundred thousand. That's crazy. That's nuts. Especially when you see Nigel Pack play in person. Mm-hmm. Now that amount to Nigel Pack is more than the combined amount that NC State spent on. All of their new additions plus Smith this year. I do think that some of this will even itself out as people get a better understanding of what the market is, who's worth what. Like everything else, we're in the Wild West right now when it comes to some of these things. I think water is always going to find its level. Yeah. But Sir Quavion Smith is a great example of a guy who last year, remember, went put his name into the draft and went to the combine and killed it was great mm-hmm. and they said hey you know what you could be a first round pick at the end which is always dicey you know yeah, those last 10 picks of the of the first round but what teams told him was hey we need you to improve your your playmaking ability and look at look at that this year more than you know four assists per game he's among the leaders in the acc right now and what you've seen the way that he has played with jarkel joiner you know it was a knock last year when smith and darian sebron were at the combine and everyone was like well, what was wrong with NC State last year that they had these two guys who are killing it at the combine? And Sebron has played up some mm-hmm. in the NBA, and Smith had a chance to be drafted this year. What was wrong with NC State? And I'm not, I'm not saying that it was those two were to blame, but they obviously didn't play well together. No, you don't go four and fourteen, four and sixteen in the league if you play well together. And it's not just because of an injury to Manny Bates. There's, there's a no. lot of things going on there. So you're seeing Smith. Be a leader of the team. You're mm-hmm. seeing him make other players around him better. You're seeing him accept an expanded role, too. So these are all great things for Tequavion Smith. Next up. How you doing? All right, next one comes from Jeff. Hey, Joe, if you had, if you had the choice, would you Brock and roll all night and purdy every day? <laughs> Who do you have, 49ers or Cowboys? I know those have been the headlines for Brock Purdy so far, and, and that's fun. I'm I'm here for a good, a good pun, right? Uh, so we're gonna Brock on, and go with the 49ers over the Cowboys. Hey kids, Gukachu, Brock on. Um, yeah, I like the Niners in this game. I do think the Niners will have a problem with Micah Parsons, but I do trust Kyle Shanahan to solve that problem. For those about to Brock, we salute you. Next up. I got proposition for you. From Woj. I'm oh, sorry, I got one more. Shout out to Brian Maloney, our, oh. uh, our outgoing VP. Brock and roll Hoochie Koo. Anyway, sorry. He's a big Rick Derringer fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you, like. Loves WWE theme songs. <sighs> Wait, yeah. who did that one? 
Rick Derringer like wrote like all of them oh, for that's WWE, right. like did, in his did, second did he, act of his did career. Did he do? He did uh, Hulk Hogan's right, like mm-hmm. all that, like stuff? everyone's, like all of those. Back, yeah. like I'm, I'm an American hero, or whatever that the whole real American, one. a real American. Come on, I'm man. a real American. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted there. All Surprised right. you didn't do Purdy in the USA. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, it's a, ooh, nice. a little Miley, a little yeah. Miley. Right. Miley has a new song that I like, by the way. Yeah, flowers. You know I don't listen to new music. Yeah, flowers is. Why can't you get excited about Miley the way that you do Taylor Swift? Miley doesn't do it for me. Miley just doesn't do it for me. I respect that. But Flowers is, I'm telling you right now, it's already the song of the summer, and it's Who's got a better January voice? 18th. Who's got a better voice, Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus. Okay. Just, I can recognize who's got a better voice. I'm just asking That doesn't you. mean they don't do it for me. I'm, I'm, those are two different questions. Yeah. But yeah, Miley Cyrus got a better voice. Okay. Next up. From Woes. Can you just sit and talk Irish Wolfpack for the entire show? <laughs> Sam Hart versus Brennan Armstrong. Oh, Maybe revisit the Hurricane game. Yeah, so what? The schedule's coming out. We don't have the official no, schedule. No, we have Notre Dame's right? schedule. Okay. So, looking at Notre Dame's schedule, is this not the Sam Hartman revenge tour? It's definitely set up to play out that way. I mean, this is Sam Hart going, oh, ACC, you thought you got rid of me. Uh-uh. Oh, Clemson, you beat me last year. I'll see you. I'll I see, see you, Tigers. Writes down notes. Hey, NC State. Oh, you beat me last year. Mm, okay. I'm coming back to beat you. I'm going to be a North, again. North Carolina. Let's go. And then, of course, they're welcoming Wake Forest mm. to Notre Dame. Not that he wants any sort of revenge on Wake Forest, but it, it is definitely the dagger of, hey, I transferred out. Thanks for all the memories. Now I'm going to stick it to you up in South Bend. Good and they Notre play Dame. Pitt. <laughs> There's another revenge game. So yeah, does he have any revenge with the Ohio State because they play the Ohio State look, as well? I'll, I'll note. I, I guess I can hit up uh, Jamie over at Breaking Tea. I'll suggest you guys should come out with a concert with the tea. dates. Yeah, it's a concert tea. It's just the the you know the Sam Hartman revenge tour or whatever you want to call it, and then you put the dates on the back like a concert. We well, got to put his beautiful visage on there too. Of course, of course. It's gonna do well in Ireland. I, I get the feeling. How about um, they open the season in Ireland? I'd buy a tie-dye version of that shirt, by the way. A little, little too close to the wake home there. That's how you. That's why you do it. Okay. You just don't do it black and gold. You do it green and yellow. That's what you do it. All right. Next up, then suddenly it's a, it's an Enlo, uh, tie-dye shirt, but that's neither here nor there. All right. Next Whoa. up. All right, from Freddie. Question: Looking back from a previous show, did you ever end <laughs> up being able to go to three sporting events in the same day? I'm trying to do two sporting events in two different states on the same day this Saturday. Whoa, two different states? That's bold. I'm going to two sporting events on Saturday. I'm going to go to the Duke-Miami game, which I believe is a noon tip-off, followed by a 5 o'clock NC State-North Carolina game in Chapel Hill. I figured if I'm going to be over there in uh, in that neck of the woods, I might as well stick around and go to the game in Chapel Hill. So the game that we've discussed that has three basketball games on one day is February 25th. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the date. Yep. And Jillio has already tapped out of my shenanigans. He wants nothing to do with this event. I'm in on it. That starts with NC State versus Clemson at PNC Arena, followed by Virginia Tech at Cameron and North Stadium taking on Duke, and closes out with Virginia visiting Chapel Hill to take on the Tar Heels. Now, you're not going to be able to hang out for the entirety of the Duke-Virginia Tech game, probably leave at halftime, to make it over to UNC for the Virginia game. One starts at six, the other starts your, at eight. Your pronoun usage is off here. You or are I? You're not. You're not going. I am not. No. Why? You are going. Why aren't you going? 
Uh, Joe, it just feels like a lot for a, for a Saturday. What what is your motto of twenty three, Joe? Is the juice worth the squeeze? <laughs> is it really worth the the three minute video you're going to put on YouTube for us to go to all three games? Who else is doing all that? three buildings? Who else is doing that stuff? I I tip my hat to you. These are the these are the things. These are the things that you end up being known for. It's, these are the, the dumb things. Some of the dumb things are definitely worth the squeeze, man. I mean. A curse reverse video. Was that juice worth the squeeze? For sure. Okay. Just saying. Lighting candy corn on fire. Worth the squeeze? That was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it was pretty neat, wasn't it? Yeah. Slapping what was one. that anyway? What was it? Uh, oh, it was just lighter fluid? It was, yeah, it was lighter fluid. Or was it just the wax? No, that no, no, like... no. It was, it was lighter fluid. It okay. was lighter fluid. So, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. It sounds to me like you don't love basketball. That's probably true. And maybe that is the case. Yeah. Plus, you got to remember the weekend before that is the outdoor game. It is the outdoor game. And the state Carolina game. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'm probably not going to have the stamina for those two events, let alone to recover the next week. How are you not going to have the stamina for those two events? And I kind of sort of want to go to the Hootie show, too. I definitely don't have the gas in my tank to to do that triple. Now, that's a triple you should do and put on the socials. Hootie, outdoor game, Friday. When he when he when he revises the lyric to say I'm such a baby the wolf pack makes me cry. Fair enough. Then you go to the outdoor game mm-hmm. and then the state Carolina game PNC. You Plus, mean, not to mention we have a show we're going to be doing a special show that Saturday. That's extra work for me. That won't be downtown all day Friday. And Friday, I mean Joe, I do not have. I'm I'm 47. I am old and washed. Me and Austin Rivers yelling at the youths about their own mixtapes. What time did you go to bed last night? <laughs> I was asleep by 8.45. Bro. 8.45. Well, my goal is to not achieve your wash status in the next three years. So, I mean, you're, you're talking to a guy that uh, went down to Tampa, uh, was shuttling all over the place, and still found time to go to Epcot on Monday, burn that midnight oil, get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to catch a flight, and then still do a show later that day. Come on, Joe. Get on my level. What happened to you? Look at you. I got old. Look at you. What do you want That's me to tell you? That's not an excuse. Don't they make new for enough, stuff? They don't make enough coffee for me to do three games in one day. Not fair. Especially since none of the arenas serve coffee anymore. That's true. What if I What if I brought you a gigantic tumbler of coffee? If you went full Phil Mickelson on me and like yeah. got me, yeah. I mean, maybe. All right, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. What if I made you Cuban coffee that day? If, if we could set up something with Roy in Chapel Hill, maybe I'll do it. Maybe. Get a chance to see Roy. Okay, well. That would be the way to get me over there. You're the one who sets that up. You, I got, know. you got Roy's number. I don't. Next up. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. All right, last one here from Chris. Hey, Joe, this one goes to Jillio. Are you lucky you cursed on Sirius XM and not on terrestrial radio today? I was on with uh, Chris Patola and Ralph Russo today. Joe, I don't know how I broke the first rule of radio, but I did. I swore. And Chris Patola said to me after I did it, because I was like, whoops. And he goes, it's okay. And then he repeated the word. He goes, we're on satellite radio. I said, oh, still. How do I break the very first rule of radio? Can't do it. And Ralph astutely points out, you're only on radio every day. It's not like you don't know. I know, man. It's uh, so bad. Honestly, that's just one of those things where you uh, you lose sight of the fact that you're talking to people you already know. Yes. Because that's, that's exactly what it was. I was standing in front of my house. I'm on the phone with them. Yep. And you forgot. That and I forgot. Actually, you forgot you're doing an interview. And yes. You, like you just would have a conversation with this person. 
this it's actually amazing that this has never happened with West Durham. And yes. he'll join us. It's impressive. He'll join us at 425. Vashti Hurt, Carolina Blitz, will join us next to talk about the current state of the Carolina Panthers coaching search. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at That's Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Obvious. Dennis Cox is the producer of this program. Check us out on YouTube. Look up 99.9 The Fan. Smash that subscribe button. And then you can go get into arguments with other Panthers fans under our videos where we talk about the current state of the Carolina Panthers coaching search. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline to get a little clarity as to where things are is Vashti Hurt, Carolina Blitz. Vashti, what up? Hey guys, how are you? We're good. So, um, this coaching search really has kind of taken a turn. New names pop up every day. Uh, what, what do we got? Ken Dorsey now, uh, the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, according to a couple of reports, he's going to interview. But then there's also the Sean Payton factor. What What are you hearing these days? Uh, you know, I tried to reach out to a couple of of sources to see if the Panthers have any direction, if they've narrowed down the list at all, and I really can't get any information about this I, I i really don't know you know if you look at the list it seems like you know uh, david tepper has a type um <laughs> so you know and, and and it's unfortunate because the guys in the locker room and and popular opinion would tell you that that you know steve wilkes is your guy but but based on the list of uh of, of men that they have interviewed uh he's looking for somebody young and and offensive minded and so, you know, I, I, you know, Ben Johnson was a favorite for many, and he said he's going to stay in Detroit. He made that known. Um, so you have Caldwell, who I don't think takes a job. Ken Dorsey, I mean, unless he's bringing Josh Allen with him, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't see that that panning out. You have Kellen Moore. I mean, I really, you know, the 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 the, um, the Cowboys, based on yards have had a decent offense this season, but I don't see anything innovative about him. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm just because you're young and offensive minded does not mean you're the right man for the job. And for some reason, somebody close to David Tepper and his campus have told him that that's the key to success on the side, on a sidebar. I mean, if you look at the guys who are in the playoffs right now, their head coaches, they may align more with that, but I think you have to look at it on an individual basis with this team and, and, um, I don't know if he's I don't know what if what he's looking at right now will be the right fit for this for the guys in that locker room. Vashti Hurt, Carolina Blitz joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. That's Jovius. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, Vashti, the Panthers have kind of chased quarterbacks. They've they've kind of messed around with their draft capital. Do you think they're in a position, if it is Sean Payton, to give up the number nine pick for a coach? I would never do that. I mean, absolutely not. There are no guarantees. I mean, Sean Payton did a great job in New Orleans, but why would you give your division rival a number nine pick in the draft mm -hmm. for a coach where you can 
you know, potentially find a diamond in the rough or maintain what you have in Steve Wilkes. I, I don't think Sean Payton is that much of a deal breaker where you miss out on potentially either leveraging that pick to maybe try to trade up um, and get a quarterback that you like or solidify other areas on that team. This this team is not, you know, on life support. They were just one game away from making the playoffs, partially due to the abysmal NFC South. But, you know, they are they seem to be on the precipice of of success. And uh, you don't sustain that by giving up a ninth pick in the draft to your division rival for a coach. That's a great point. It's not just giving up the ninth pick. It's, it's to the, giving it's it to, the same. to one of the also, other teams in that awful division but, who could really make a difference with that pick. But Vash, I feel like that's also a game of chicken between the Saints and the Panthers. I get your point. You don't want to give a, the ninth pick to a division rival, but if you're the Saints, you don't want to give your coach, you know, this guy who's you know your most successful coach in franchise history, to a division rival without getting something really substantial in return. So I almost feel like the asking price for Sean Payton for, for the Panthers would be higher than any other team, higher than the Denver Broncos, higher than anywhere else. So it, the thing just doesn't make sense unless, unless David Tepper really does have a type and that type is just the shiny object. You know, whatever it is that other people want, I want it. So to your point, Vashti, young offensive-minded coach well clearly that's the trend in the league i have to get myself a young offensive-minded coach oh sean payton's the hot commodity that jerry jones might even want well i need to get in on that it's not lost i mean the washington post uh had a report saying that one source told uh, their nfl insider that david tepper would do anything to get sean payton that just kind of sounds like David Tepper is not really having a plan more about, let me go get this big thing that everybody else wants. Yeah. And the hope is that he would have learned his lesson with Matt rule, because that's kind of what happened when he hired Matt rule. Matt rule was a hot name. He interviewed with Carolina and then everyone knew that he was going to take an interview with the giants and David Tepper's. He's a highly, highly competitive guy at nature and he wants to win even in, a head coaching search and and possibly to the detriment of his team, especially when it came to to Matt Rule. But you know, he didn't want him to get on that plane to New York. And and it, it's to me it's about more than that. And and if you and if you're playing with that, then you're not really looking at the what's important for the longevity of the franchise. Even Joe Brady, you know, Joe Brady, these are he went with the hot names in his first quest for a head coach and and uh, an offensive coordinator, and it didn't work. Um, maybe he hasn't learned from that from that lesson. Not that we're comparing Matt Rule to a Sean Payton, who was an established, proven coach in the league, but maybe competing with other teams for, like you said, the shiny object, the the, the bling. That might not be, you know, the DNA of this of this Panthers team, or despite what David Tepper wants it to be. I mean, it it does it just doesn't make sense to me to to do that. Vashti Hurt, Carolina Blitz, keep blitzing on Twitter. We'll close on this. What do you know of the Steve Wilkes interview that took place last week? I haven't heard anything, and it and that's concerning because you know his interview was right after, uh, I think. Uh, the season ended on Sunday and he mm -hmm. interviewed on Tuesday and then they have had a, a slew of interviews after that. Um, you know, I can't imagine that the interview would have been extensive because, you know, David Tepper has experience. He's worked with, with, um, 
with uh, with Wilkes since. Uh, he was named interim head coach. So I don't, I don't think it would be like a, a get, there wouldn't be a get to know you part of the interview, just mainly him explaining what his offensive, um, what his offensive view is or what he would do with the offense going forward. I think that that would be a main thing uh, that they would have to focus on and, and see who he may be able to get as an offensive coordinator, but how that interview went, I, ha I mean, they're really keeping that, you know, uh, close to vest. And I don't know if it's because, you know, you always got a backup in life. And, and if you're, and if your main thing spurns you, then you go to your backup. So maybe, maybe they're trying to keep the backup happy by not talking about how to interview with, who knows? Uh, so you're saying, you're saying Steve Wilkes, he got backburnered. Mm, I right. mean, it just, right. it, it, no, if you I, look at the list, yeah. it's kind of like, eh. You know, you have two defensive coach in Wilkes and um, Ejiro, and I don't. I think that Ejiro, if we're keeping it a buck, I think that that was just a Rooney rule and sure. a Rooney. Sure. That was a Rooney interview at, mm -hmm. a, and so they've 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 satisfied that with him and Caldwell. Um, so you know that was just a formality. But I mean, we'll see. When when Steve Wilkes gets the "you up" text from David Tepper, it's going to get interesting. <laughs> yeah, if you listen. Tepper's going to have to come, you know, that hey, big head text is going to have to be met with a bag as well. Because as, as as long as this draws out, the price continues to go up. I'm telling you for a fact. Like, Listen, you come, you up, you, hey, big head. Yeah, you're going to have to come with some dinners and, and I gonna, trips I gonna say, and all oh, no. kind of stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll hang out. We're going out first. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bash time, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's the best. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. So, um, I you know, look, Giglio already explained how he feels old. He feels he feels he feels old differently than I feel old. You physically feel old, okay? Like you say, you're washed. You're in bed by eight forty-five. You make the, this big deal, like, man, I'm I'm doing three hours of radio on a Saturday. Oh, it's a lot of lifting. I got eyes. Ooh.